When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Let's 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 talk about it. Uh, I, I monologue after the game. I gave I gave some thoughts. I was so caught up in what happened yesterday. I didn't take the time to actually. Uh, congratulate Maryland um, on actually caring about this game. You know, they actually cared about this game. They actually prepared. Um, they had a game plan. They executed the game plan. Um, yeah. So congrats to them for actually doing what, you know, you're supposed to do in bowl games. Congrats yeah. to you guys for doing that. Um, well-deserved win. You you deserved it. You earned it. You wanted it. Why not get it? Um this was a repeat, in my opinion, of the New Mexico State game. I saw uh, Haley's comment there, the New Mexico State Bowl. Almost identical scores um, mm-hmm. in terms of this. I want to ask you, Ike, seeing Auburn go from being unprepared, mm-hmm. not even focused on New Mexico State, to taking Bama down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Should have won that game. To basically giving the similar effort, again, not calling Maryland, New Mexico State, but I'm talking about Auburn's effort, approach, and preparation. How concerning is that going into the offseason? And what is, is this a microcosm of what we can expect from a Hugh Freeze program in terms of us being up and down, inconsistent in terms of how we approach games? Um, no, I don't think that this is a microcosm because I don't think, and well, let me not say I don't think, I know for a fact Coach Hugh Freeze was not very involved in this process because he said so himself. Mm. So, um, with the changes that we will be talking about with the staff, I expect a different level of preparation to be happening. I expect the offense to look drastically different. Um, but for me, I think what needs to happen for this team is... Guys in the locker room have to take more pride in their level of preparation and not just say to themselves, okay, like if I can take time to go look at film and get myself prepared prepared and see, and I'm not even finna go play the game, then these young men can do the same thing. 
I think that, yes, coaching has a lot to do with it, but a, but the culture has to change around that locker room about how much they care about. So, and I'm not saying that everybody doesn't care. I'm sure there are plenty of players that do care, but it takes yeah. 11 to execute a play. And if all 11 don't have the same level of care and execution when they come in, then coaches can't make you care. Mm. They can't. They can give speeches. They can give you uh, game plans. They can practice. They can't make you care. And again, this is not me making an assumption. Coach Free said this. Rivaldo Fairweather said this. Austin mm-hmm. Key said this. They all echoed there is a culture issue in that locker room, and there are certain people who just don't care enough about winning. Now, who those people are and how many of them there are, I don't know, but it's enough for them to have said it. So if they say it, then I'm going to echo it and say that that's what's happening. And I think that that's a big thing that needs to change. They would know better than anyone else, right? They're, they're up, up, up close with that. Uh, Be Will, it was a very frustrating performance from, from, from Auburn. You were not able to join me on the post game. Um, but what we can talk about is what we saw towards the end of the game uh, when a certain quarterback by the name of Hank Brown came in. Mm-hmm. And went in two drives, went seven for nine, and the offense looked very, very different. Uh, your thoughts about just the offense as a whole up to this point, and what does this mean for Auburn going into the offseason, given that this coaching staff pretty much got behind Peyton Thorne prior to this game? I was very happy to hear Hugh Freeze address his choice of quarterback in the post game saying maybe I made the wrong assessment. I can't, I, I don't, that's not a direct quote. The direct quote is somewhere Mike G tweeted out from the press, press conference. He basically said, and I'll let you finish that uh, Mike G asked him about the quarterback position. And he mm-hmm. said that, or somebody asked him, I don't remember who asked him that he is willing to evaluate everything, right? Like right. everything's up for evaluation. And that includes the quarterback. So in three weeks from what, well, two weeks ago when bowl prep started to after that bowl game, that was enough to go from, hey, hey, it's Peyton Thorne's job. We got the winningest quarterback coming back and and whatever else he was trying to do to sell Peyton Thorne. One of the things he said, and I didn't get a chance to react to it because I was doing some other stuff at the time, was, well, you know, when he had two NFL receivers he was throwing to, does he have NFL? Do you see NFL receivers here? Uh, Hill? How about? We have a guy running the offense who can just make the correct plays and doesn't have to have all-world talent to bail out poor to mediocre quarterback play. An endorsement of mediocre quarterback play and saying that, well, everything's not perfect, so let's give him a pass. Buddy, 98% of the time, everything's not perfect on offense. And the rare chances you run on a team and an offense when everything is just going to be perfect. There's not going to be too many 2015 Alabamas in 2021 Georgia's where it's just defense and running game and that's all you need to do it. And the quarterback can be mediocre. That's not what this is. Auburn hasn't been that place ever, really. We haven't ever had that much talent on offense where a mediocre quarterback can settle in and just do enough to get you over the hump. Hugh Freeze doesn't aspire to have mediocre quarterback play. So why would you endorse mediocre quarterback play and, and then re-endorse it? 
During the season, he re- he endorsed it by saying, well, this is he'll, he'll figure it out. I've got to change some things. i got to stop the swapping in and out. Oh, maybe too much pressure with the swapping in and out. Excuse after excuse after excuse was made from fans. All of y'all can come see us. We're going to have an open forum live where y'all can give us these patent throwing excuses. And then as a forum, we'll just laugh at y'all stupid asses for making excuses for poor quarterback play. There was no excuse for it. It's been poor from game one. And everybody made excuses. I heard Hugh Freeze go from that endorsement and the re-endorsement before the bowl started back down to, well, we got to look at everything. You've seen this guy play this way for 13 games. Why did the bowl game change your mind? What about the bowl game was so different? This is the same guy we've seen. I would expect, and this, I guess what I expected of Hugh Freeze in year one we talked about this, and he made this remark. He was focused on recruiting, even for prep for this game. He, he said that. Focused on recruiting, focused on recruiting. He admitted at the end of that conference, we should have been able to do more than we did this year. Yes. The run game was better. The offense was better. The defense was better. If we want to run down the last three years that we've had, offense, offensive line, defense, all this other stuff, the worst year was the year that Robbie Asher was starting most of the games. Everybody was willing to make a judgment of how how bad he was or how he was trash throwing the ball because he played under the worst conditions that had been present here at Auburn over the last three very bad rough seasons. Peyton Thorne gets the best of the bunch by far between 2021 because that offensive line was not as good as this 2023 offense. We had at least a, a couple guys who could catch the ball in 2021. In 2023, it seemed to be even rougher. I don't understand how we made excuses for poor quarterback play under decent conditions. And then we crucified Robbie's performance in 2022 specifically because, oh, well, he didn't play well. Was he equipped to play well? Was he set up to play well? Was he prepared to play well in 2022? If you want to be critical of Robbie Ashford for what he showed, always understand that. You want to hold anybody accountable for what they did, do it. Let's hold Peyton Thorne accountable for the very, very mediocre to poor play that he showed 10 out of 13 times he stepped on the field. And with that being said, see, what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) Your thoughts about Auburn's offense once Hank Brown came in. Okay. Versus how they looked up to that point. Hank Brown looked good. Hang Brown looked good. Some of it, of course, is Maryland is in prevent. All right. They're, I'm going to give you about two minutes, too. I got you. I'm, I'm with you. I, I know I burned my time up. They were in prevent. It always looks better in prevent, man. Teams at the end of games, they go into prevent. We just need to keep you from scoring points quickly. And so it looks like, oh, man, they sling it. It's like, yeah, but the defense is kind of letting you sling it. That's a little bit. However, one thing that we cannot question. Every time Peyton Thorne seemed to throw an interception this year, those short throws across the field, no. He does not have the the arm strength for that. He doesn't have the arm talent to make all the throws. Uh, Holden Gurner does, but he threw a pick. You weren't prepared to run this game. You weren't prepared to start holding. I'm not even holding that against you. You haven't started 13 games this season and 24 more games in college to come out here and play like this. Not making a judgment on Holden Gurner. Hank Brown, the way the ball comes out of his hand, and the same thing with Holden. The way the ball comes out of his hand. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, Camden wasn't catching the ball. Well, it's funny how when a guy comes out there and making the proper passes at the right time, 
in the right place, wide receivers start catching the ball. I thought that that was very telling in and of itself. It looks like guys are running a little harder through that route when they know the ball might get there on time. Everybody wants to make it whether or not the wide receivers, well, if he could put his fingernail on the ball, he definitely should have caught it and run for 20 yards after the catch. No, quarterback, put the ball in the right place at the right time. Hank Brown was able to do that for a couple drives. Peyton Thorne was not able to do that. That was the difference. I don't know what it says about the future. I know Hank Brown looked much better running that offense than Peyton Thorne did, but if you put him there against the ones when the game is still in balance, Yes, would it look different? Probably. But I don't know how, based on the performance this year from Peyton Thorne, why is it everybody an option to start next year? There should be no favorites, no guarantees, no endorsements of anybody based on what we saw. Hank Brown has just as much a right to be in that mix, really in that mix, and not just, oh, it's a competition. No, actually in the mix as anybody else. Uh, listen, I'm going to grab this comment, which pretty much is what I was thinking. Jed basically took my thoughts out of my head. Wide receivers appeared out of nowhere when Hank got in. For example, Shane Hooks. These guys have been in the game, but because of who was at QB, they were non-existent. Hank found them. Jay Fair, who was, who was not 100%, was hit. Hank Brown put the ball, in the, and Jay Fair sped up to, what, 10, 15 yards down the field after he caught the ball? These Man, guys were able to make plays. Man, they were able to make plays. And listen, we can argue. Ike made this point. We can argue about it was against the second and third team. You want to know who, you want to know who else was playing against the second and third team? Golden Gurner. Mm-hmm. Was not the same result. No. At some point, we have to acknowledge this is a guy that these coaches can coach. Yeah, and I so let, let me just say this about the Hank Brown situation. Yes, it was against second and third team, blah, blah, blah. That I'm not saying he's the best quarterback on the roster. What I am saying is that the only thing I've ever asked the quarterback to do in this offense is be on time and be accurate. Yes. And Hank Brown was, but we're both, he was both, regardless of who he's throwing it against, what you can duplicate is on time and accurate. Mm-hmm. What you can't duplicate is how well that defensive player is going to play on the ball. But you can always duplicate on time and act. It doesn't really like he didn't need to speed up his processing to go against better competition. He was already on time and accurate. Right. If he had been late, but it threw he threw a good ball to a wide open receiver, then you have a basis for saying, oh, I don't know whether or not he could continue to do. But if he's on time and accurate, it doesn't really matter what the what the competition is on the other side of the foot. Unless you're telling me those same plays would not be open versus a different defense and come back and watch the film tomorrow. I'm going to tell you why that's not true. Guys, let's get this. Let's, let's, let's jump to grades. We kind of gave our thoughts about what we saw. Wasn't much to talk about there. I think grades can put a bow on this. Uh, let's start first with special teams. I'm giving special teams a D. F. Fair. F. J- fumble. Uh, that was a punt, fumble. Punt the return. Fumble on a punt and a kick return. on a kickoff return. F. You can't Fair. have two turnovers in special teams. We didn't Fair. kick any field goals. We barely got an opportunity to even kick the ball off. We almost recovered an onside kick. We didn't do particularly great fielding against uh, the, the one kickoff that they did or the two kickoffs they did have. 
No, F. It's an F. Special teams give, is terrible. I give it a D because of uh, Oscar Chapman. I'm an Oscar Chapman fan. That that's that's you know, that's fair. I'm okay, a D minus. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> that, Oscar Chapman lifts it because I like Oscar Chapman. I'm being biased because yes, it was an F effort. B. Be will. I'm I'm with you on the D minus. I I don't think Oscar Chapman didn't just that that point that uh, that fake point wasn't was like wide lowest. It was like he had to earn it. He had to well, earn it. Hey, let, so I didn't like the play call. I didn't Lane like that. Kiffin I didn't like level that type play call. Lane Kiffin level play call for where you were on the field, and you just had to do something. But boy, 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 I was like, this boy is moving in quick sand. He, I was like, is he going to make it? He, he got there. Props <laughs> I to him for I was like, how did they not catch Oscar, him? Oscar Chapman. How did they not hawk him down? Oscar Chapman, Caleb Wooden foot race. Who you got? Caleb. <laughs> Just kidding. Caleb. That was a joke. Uh, all right. Ask all right, me Oscar so- Chapman versus like Gunnar Britton. <laughs> and <that'd> be- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we got a D minus, a D, and an F here. Okay. Well, I said I, I'll go D minus. D minus, D minus, D minus, D. Yeah. Defense. This one's more difficult because they were this one's difficult. awful in the first quarter. First quarter, bad. First quarter the, brings this grade down a lot. The, the next three quarters, they you actually played points. okay. It's what I expected to see the whole game. They the, actually the played okay for the remaining three quarters. I mean, listen, listen man. And Actually, go ahead and talk, B-Well, because I want to look something up. Yeah, the, the lack of, of tackling. 310 tackling. total yards. 300 yards, like that's a good game, but that was an awful first quarter. Awful first quarter. That was a, yeah. a very good defensive game after a certain point in time. And I wish I could take that off the books for them. I know it was young guys out there for the first time starting really seeing things for the first time that they hadn't seen before. Like, there's no way you can prepare for real competition against an offense that you haven't seen before. But you can't give up 21 points in a quarter. Like, that's you, that's that's not good. Um, three right, points over I, three quarters. This is what I, I, I want to say. I'm going to say B minus. I'm going to say B minus. I'm going to leave right there. B minus. B minus? Okay. 24 right. offensive points is not a terrible game. Give it up. So, I'm going to say B minus. First half statistics. Maryland, 269 total yards in the first half. Second half, 41 total yards. Now, oh, well, you know, the fourth quarter, it was so far out of reach. Third quarter statistics, Maryland total yards, 17. When the game was still in reach because you had scored and you had 17 total yards in the third quarter alone. Only another 24 in the fourth quarter. It was night and day. The first quarter is the only time. Second quarter, total yards for Maryland, 43 yards. They had 226 yards in the first quarter. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
if you don't come out there and spot them 21 points, yep. you're you in this probably game. win this football game. You spotted game. them 21. Yep. C. I was going to give him a C, too. That was exactly the grade I had in mind was a C. I say B minus, man. You're talking about double-digit yards for an entire half. That that type of effort is admirable. 221 in the first quarter is not. I understand. But they only had 41 total yards in the second half of this game, y'all. They, 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 well, I'm think I'm leaning C minus just because you had an opportunity for some takeaways that you just, like... Bro, if yes, we sir. get the what takeaways you, that we... What are you uh, doing? What are yeah, you doing? Nah, the, the fumble. Right. Don't do nothing. I, I forgot about they the didn't fumble. get on the fumble. You had the, two interceptions that should have been in your hands. You did get C-. one pick. It's a C minus. Yeah, you right. It's a C minus. Yeah, it's a C minus. Right. You could have You could have. That first quarter is so... Uh, that first quarter is so egregious. I almost threw something at my TV, bro. I almost threw something. Yeah. I was so angry. With them defense, I'm like, wh- who are these guys? C minus. This is a C minus. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Scott, Keontae Scott, my was boy, watching the QB, watching the QB, didn't come down with that pick. Yeah, I'm a it's say, a C minus. It's a C minus for me. I'm sorry, y'all. You know what? I know this is this is not a full scope. You can't give up how many yards over the course of the second and third and fourth quarters. Uh, let's see. Second quarter, 43. Third quarter, 17. So six. Fourth quarter, 24. They gave up less than 100 yards in three quarters. I, I got to say B minus, man. I, I got to say B minus. Okay. If I'm looking at, I know they lost the game in the first quarter. So, bro, LSU didn't do that to us. LSU didn't do that. In Baton Rouge. Hmm. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna say B minus, man. Okay, the totality fine. of the game, which is not no pressure, how it was affected. No pressure. The totality dude. of the game was a decent defensive game. I, I gotta give them that. Stand, stand on business. I hear you, man. All right. <laughs> um, offense. This it's is easy. easy I don't even know. This, this is an easy one. This is easy. This is easy. <sighs> Hank Brown couldn't even get you to a D. 42 yards in the first quarter, 83 total yards and a touchdown in the second quarter. 16 total yards in the third quarter and 141 yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I don't even know what this, I, I, I didn't even mention the interception. Didn't even mention the interception, which by it to me was the worst pick he threw all season. It was the it was worse than the interception versus Vandy, in my opinion, because at least he had an excuse for the sun being in his eyes versus Vandy. This that pick six was so bad. Like it might as well have been a freshman out there doing that, dog. Like I just don't. I feel better if it was a freshman out there doing it. I don't, I don't understand. The freshman didn't do that. Re- re- refresh my memory. <laughs> Which of these two teams had the backup quarterback playing? Oh, two Maryland. different backup quarterbacks playing. Maryland, yeah. 
Okay. Because I guess neither one of them was good enough alone, so they had to split time between two of them. And we had, as far as returning starters, as far as winning, one of the better ones coming back. Okay. Uh, we couldn't run the ball. Uh, Maryland was just like, nah, not running. They dared us to throw. Um, and that's not even elite coaching. I don't. I. I, I just. I mean, listen. I, I get. I like what Hank Brown did when he came in. And he, you know, he gave everybody a little something to think about. But yeah, I don't. I don't think that this resurrects the, the offense. Only getting thirteen points in this game, and one of those being in garbage time is an F. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. F. Yeah, it's an F. It's an F. It's an absolute F. I just, I just, I, 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 100% don't even understand. We'll get to it in coaching. Don't worry about it. F. Coaching. I'm a. Is is I appropriate or incomplete? <laughs> Did you coach? Did you coach? So, did you even coach? Here's the thing. I liked what we decided we were going to do defensively. I just don't like how they executed it in the first quarter of the game because they didn't switch up the defense later. They just started doing this stuff better. That's one of the few times where you're like, man, just execute the stuff I'm asking y'all to do and you'll be fine. That first screen pass that went for a ridiculous amount, even though there should have been a hold on that, that's fine. You missed a tackle that would have limited it to like a three-yard game. And then you missed another tackle mm-hmm. that gave them another like eight yards after that. Yeah. The big shot that they hit up the sideline against between Keontae Scott and I think that was Puckett that was over the top. That You just played the defense wrong. That's not a bad scheme or call. You just didn't play the defense properly. The touchdown with the drag route, that was Eugene Asante being out of position. That's not a poorly called defense. That's not on the coaches. Yeah. You got to go out there and make plays. And absent of the first quarter, that's exactly what they did. Defensive coaches will get a B from me. Fair. That offense, on the other hand, was so uneven. They, they, like, I don't even know that they tried offensively to think of ways to do. Th- there was third down and eight calls where the routes were four yards. What are we doing? Why? Why in that scenario? You ran a backed up into the end zone, max protect one yard route off of an RPO slant to Burton. Why? You only had one receiver in the hole that like, why? Why would you only have one receiver go out in that scenario? That doesn't make sense. Like, as, as poorly as we just talked about how Peyton Thorne played, they did not help him at all in some sense. They didn't even give him good options to do anything with the football. The offensive line didn't play well enough to protect him in any scenario. They were missing blocks. They were missing blitzes. It was just bad in the way that we looked at what Maryland does defensively and said, oh, yeah, we're going to combat that by doing super obvious nothing it was terrible the play calling was absolutely awful i hated it i didn't like a single thing i saw from the play calling the first three quarters of that football game 
What's your grade? D minus. Only because I think the defense pulls it from an F in the coaching. I think that's actually pretty fair, Ike. I say D. But let me make this acknowledgement. Hugh Freeze said in the press leading up to the game, oh, well, you know, we kind of go easy on the bowl game prep. You know, I don't want to run them too hard. Hugh Freeze is why this is an F for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have a hand in Everything the, the defensive staff did, Hugh Freeze came behind and said, here's why it's an F, guys. <laughs> He said he didn't. He said he wasn't involved in the offensive game planning. What are you doing? He said he didn't like the offensive game plan. Hey, he said this he guy, wasn't hey, going to push it. Hey, too B. Hard. Will, this guy has a problem with messaging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, the, God. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Are you serious? I, I, I say that this is a. With respect to the defensive coaches, who I still think had a good game plan and. You saw the results over the last three quarters of the game. Okay, so they 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 prep, they plan. Players didn't execute at first, and to Ike's point, when they did, we had amazing results on defense. Offense was terrible, but I, we have to hang the overall attitude. And he was talking about culture. Hugh Freeze was talking about culture, and then Rivaldo Fairweather echoed it, and then Peyton Thorne said something to the extent, "I got who's responsible for the team makeup, and therefore the culture." If there's anybody who you feel like is not a part of us being a successful team, sitting them down solves that problem. It doesn't matter how much less talented the person behind them is because with them in the lineup, we're losing. We had a losing season. We went six and seven. People were haranguing Brian Harson for going six and seven and essentially having a mirror of the season that Hugh Freeze had year one. A close loss to Bama, dramatic fashion, and we lost some games we shouldn't have lost. He didn't lose his bye game. On the field, Brian Harson's year was no worse than Hugh Freeze's first year, and it might have been a little better no. because we didn't lose a bye game. Freeze's first year was worse on the field. Yes. It was worse. Yes. Statistically, it was worse. Losing to New Mexico State makes it worse. This first season on the field was, by every metric, worse. Yes. Quick, 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 gravy. We got to get to the break. Oh, coach, I'm um, LF. <laughs> I was trying to just give, give him props to the defense, but from the top down, he set the tone for this by not being involved in the offense, by taking the foot off the pedal for bowl prep. It's the F. All right, gentlemen, listen, we, we, we've, we have the guys, we're at the point of the show where we're done talking about that game. Yeah, I will. So now, I'll say this though. We'll, 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 we can talk more. The recruiting was shows. great. Killed it off the field, on the field, not so much. Yeah, we got we got a lot to talk about there. Um, stay tuned to future shows where we'll we'll dive into those comments. I know Ike has already had them clipped up. We will definitely be chopping it up and discussing that. And, and check out the morning drop tomorrow. <laughs>